Welcome to this week's episode of the People Podcast. Are you in human resources, recruiting professionally, or an entrepreneur growing a team? This is the podcast for you. We are going to bring you all of the latest trends, technologies, and strategies to take your workforce to the next level. Implementing the tips and know-how will enable you to create and keep a world-class workforce. Here is your host, Jesse Tinsley. So I'm super excited today. Got Pete Lamson, CEO of Jazz HR. He's going to tell us a little about his start himself, as well as talk about the latest trends and technology going on in the ATS space. Pete, thanks so much for joining us. Jesse, good afternoon. I am delighted to be here. Yeah, glad to have you here as well. And just to start off, maybe tell our listeners a little bit about yourself and, and how you got started in the recruiting technology space. I have been, my professional career has been assisting small businesses in in growth through technology enablement really for about 25 years. And I've done so in the manufacturing space. I've done so in the marketing space. I've done so in the IT space. And now I actually am in my, my second turn in the recruiting space. Um, years ago, I spent uh, a number of years at Monster uh, back in the day. And then more recently for the last three years, at Jazz HR. So, so my career has been focused on helping small businesses grow and compete more effectively with their larger competitors. Um, and now particularly in the war for great talent in this very, very tight labor market we're in. That's great. And what is Jazz HR? Like, what are you guys seeing this year in terms of like trends that are going on in the recruiting technology space? Well, you, you know, the biggest trend is not necessarily just technology, but one of competitiveness. I mean, we are now in a sub 4% unemployment market for the first time since the 1960s, which makes competing for top level employees really, really uh, a challenge for small businesses, for those companies that don't necessarily have the employment brand that their larger enterprise level competitors do. And then it's kind of the other, uh, the other sort of uh, similar macro trend happening is now, for the first time, at least certainly in my memory, there are more open jobs in the U.S. market than there are unemployed people, which is just exacerbating this. So it is more difficult now to hire talented employees than any time in literally 50 years, and no more so for small businesses because of the challenges they face in having a brand that perhaps, again, isn't well-known at larger companies. So what technology enables them to do, what recruiting-based or recruiting-focused technology solutions allow them to do is compete more effectively for top-level employees, really, than, than any time they've been able to. I mean, 60 years ago, before the advent of the, the internet and software and so forth, it was virtually impossible for a small business or a startup to compete with a, a, a much more well-known brand. Not so today, where they can do so much more effectively than perhaps they have been able to in the past. So it's been a great place to be for those of us in the technology space, helping small businesses recruit more effectively. That's great. And yeah, we're, we're seeing the same thing out here in, in the, the West Coast as well, which is it's one of the most competitive recruiting landscapes that, that we've ever seen. What are some of the things that you're seeing small businesses do to kind of circumvent that and get a competitive advantage over large well, companies like, you know, fan companies, Facebook, sure. Apple, Netflix, Google? Sure. 90% of small businesses have no recruiting solution in place. And that doesn't mean they don't use job boards or some of the, the, the ways that they can efficiently, efficiently promote the openings they may have. But once they receive candidates, 90% of all small businesses use some form of Word documents or Excel spreadsheets or inbox email management 
to uh, manage their internal recruiting processes. And through technology, small businesses now have the ability to have a much more uh, efficiently managed, organized, and, and simple-to-use method for recruiting so that through software and technology today, you can parse candidates very easily through keyword searches in software. You can manage all of your outbound candidate communications, positive or kind of those thanks but no thanks letters can be done in an automated and still very professional looking manner. So you are getting things done much faster, much more efficiently, and in a way that's a much better candidate experience. Things like I mean, even uh, not so simple things, but things like scheduling, which sound kind of mundane and rudimentary, but are the oftentimes the bane of a recruiter's existence. You know, you've got a candidate who wants to come in next Tuesday. They've got to meet with five employees and it is, or for interviews, and it is a battle trying to get all the calendars to line up. This can now be done through push-button automated technology so that the recruiter doesn't have to reach out to all different employees who are part of the hiring team and try and find out when they may be available for an interview. Technology can do that for them. So there's a, a whole myriad of, of kind of busy work tasks that used to be very time-consuming for recruiters that today all get done through technology. We've had a, one of our customers send us a, a note recently saying that by using a, a, a technology to help their, their recruiting, not only are they making better hires, but they're doing it cheaper and in 50% less time. And that's simply because the busy work is eliminated. Yeah, and I can say as a customer of you guys, Jazz HR, that it obviously works really well. We've seen a, a huge uptick in efficiency since we started you get using your guys' product. Um, and I think that's kind of where the recruiting technology space is going. Right now, there's a lot of talk of AI and machine learning and recruiting software. But I, I think what I've seen, at least over the last one or two years, is just efficiency tools, like you're saying, with scheduling, with even the automated sourcing of giving like candidates ranks and just a really clear recruiting workflow. Flow. Tell me a little bit about what you guys are doing in, in that space in terms of implementing any AI algorithms, or is it more efficiency-based um, software? It's, you know, it, it, it's more efficiency-based, and, and the, the reason is typically with small businesses, and this isn't true for all of them, but generally speaking, by their nature, it's not like they're a large enterprise company, so they open up a role for, let's say, a product manager, and they might get 2,000 resumes that come in the door. A small business may get 10, 20, 30, 40, you know, sort of 50 tops kind of thing. So they're going to want to look at all of these resumes. But what we allow them to do, uh, and other ATS competitors for that matter, is be much more efficient in how they respond to those. So it's everything from customizing your recruiting workflow to fit your business so that if you can come in, you come into our software, you configure your recruiting process how you want to run it for your business because not every company recruits the same way. You get the, the, the kind of the order of operations, how you want it. Our software is highly configurable. And then everything from approvals of an open requisition to an employee referral program, which is literally push of a button and all your, all your employees know about this new role and they can share it with their social networks or with their friends, to social media promotion, to automatic posting on as many as 25 different job boards, all the way through the entire recruiting process, interviews, feedback, and so forth, and up through offer letter management, which is done through e-documents and e-signature. It's just faster and easier. So it's for small businesses, the focus is really on automation and simplification, but also done in a way that a non-technologist can understand. We don't expect our small business customers to be computer program or, you know, software, any good software that's 
small business or consumer facing should be written so that a non-technical person can use it very easily. I hope we've done that. I think we have. And then finally, it's highly affordable. You can begin using Jazz HR for as little as $39 a month. We have some some pricing and packaging that goes up a little higher than that with some additional added-on features and bells and whistles, but it's not only powerful and and simple to use, but also meant to be highly affordable for for all small businesses. Yeah, that's fantastic. And and what what do you think are some of the more difficult things that small businesses face in recruiting outside of like technology if you just look at it from a recruiting landscape perspective what are your, a lot of your customers you know challenges? yeah really good question i think it's uh, one is i think it's brand and that if you're uh, an early stage business or maybe even not early stage but just a small business um, you know you've got 20 30 40 employees your job is not going to have this uh, you know your employer brand is not going to have the same level of recognition as a, as a much more well-known enterprise-sized company. So so certainly that is a piece of it. And wonderfully, technology is kind of the great equalizer. And through technology-driven solutions like Jazz HR and others, those small businesses can now compete much more effectively for talent with much larger competitors. So that's one piece of it. And then, and then the other challenge that small businesses face is really the same thing that they face in all parts of their business, and that is one of time. And if I'm a, a, a small business owner or manager, I've got to do a thousand one things every single day. The scope of my responsibility is broad. There's only so many hours to get them done every day. And recruiting before the, the advent of these technology-driven solutions that are now readily available, cons- cons- recruiting is a time-consuming process. There are a, a lot of little tasks that have to be get have to get completed with every single role you're trying to fill and every single candidate you're trying to. Uh, speak with. And you want all all small businesses want all candidates to be treated with respect and have a good experience with their company, even if they're the one, the candidate who's not chosen for for a particular role. And again, all of that takes time. So the the nice thing is through technology, again, Jazz HR and others, it gives them some time back in their day, but without having to sacrifice completing all the different aspects of recruiting that will lead to best practices for candidate experience and employer brand. Yeah, you bring up a really good point. I think that's one of the biggest things I come across working with founders is they're running multi, even as a small business, they're running multi-million dollar businesses and they're still spending 50% of their time doing recruiting because they don't have the right technologies in place or they don't even have a scheduler. So they're spending, you know, 20, 30 hours a week scheduling and corresponding on emails with with candidates. And I think through recruiting solutions such as Jazz HR and other ETS, obviously they're saving and maximizing their time and efficiency for higher level opportunity costs to, to do other things, whether it's sales or strategic vision or product development. And so totally agree. It's one of the biggest time sinks for the founder of a small and growing business. So that's great. That said, what's like the best advice you can give to companies that are hiring right now? Obviously, it's like you said, one of the tightest labor markets ever. There's all sorts of different solutions for, for candidates right now, ranging from death boot camps to new grads and all sorts of different uh, training programs. So what's the best advice you can give to, to companies that are hiring their small businesses, that is? Yeah, I, I think that the where we have seen the best results for our customers and for our own company is through employee referrals, through your existing employees. Your existing employees will be, in all likelihood, the best source, your best evangelists, your best sources of new candidates. A players know A players. And getting creative in 
harnessing the power of those employees is something that, that every business really needs to be doing. And that means that things such as an employee referral program are key. Things such as, as employee bonuses for referrals who are on board for a certain amount of time are key. And perhaps revisit some of those and up the ante a bit. Um, we have set up some fun contests internally that have allowed our employees to really participate in a value they bring to the business by referring a top-level candidate who we hire and comes on board. So I, you know, I, I would encourage your employees to, to look at, at their existing staff, first and foremost. Secondly, it can be under the pressure of hiring employees, it can be easy to perhaps be less stringent in new team members, in new team members who you bring on board as a small business. And I would strongly encourage all small businesses to make certain that despite the pressure, the hiring pressure they may feel, do not ease up at all on, on the type of people you are letting in the door. It, you know, it's cliched, but a business's most important assets are its people. And you need top people to help drive your business forward every single day. And so no let up on quality. Uh, that's certainly something we pay very, very close attention to here. And then I, I think the final piece is make it fun. We're going to be having, for example, a this month a recruiting party. Uh, actually a sourcing party in our office where we're going to spend an evening together working through all of our networks. We're going to have some pizza and some beer and make it fun and hopefully uncover a lot of new employees who we might want to have come on board and, and work at Jazz HR. So, That's great. So, so, yeah, no let up in quality, but getting creative and clever and scrappy in how you find new employees through your existing employees is probably the best way to go. Yeah, that's a great idea, too. Uh, we actually do the same thing. Consequently, we do the same thing at Job Mobs. Uh, we do what's called a sourceathon, where we get all of our recruiters and sourcers together, and we'll have you know, we'll have some drinks, we'll have some food, and we'll we'll basically collectively source through everybody that we know. We're trying to do an internal hiring push. And, and to reiterate your point, actually, that's the first uh, the first thing that I bring up to any customer that I'm working with or clients is referrals. Um, that's the number one source for small business growth that we've seen here, even in high tech. Who do you know? Who have you worked with? Who's an A performer? You don't even have to have known them for a very long time. Maybe you worked with them for two months, XYZ company. Can you make an intro or can you just reach out to them on LinkedIn and make a warm intro? And that stuff's going to help whoever's doing your recruiting get engagement and help bring in better Absolutely. people than if you're just relying on just passive candidates coming in, which you're, you goes back to your, your point that you made earlier, which is employer brand, right? The three funnels that small businesses are be hiring out of, at least what, we, what I've seen is you're going to get your referrals, which will be your number one pipeline and best quality. And then you're going to get internal applicants that apply to you. And that's going to go back to employer brand and what you've been doing in that space. And then obviously reaching out to passive candidates. So I think those are great points that you made. What are some of the things that the Jazz HR is like looking at in 2019 in terms of what you can share with us in terms of like technology or, or any integrations or partnerships sure. that you guys got going on? Sure. Well, you know, it's all toward, uh, uh, technology is, is purely a vehicle for how we help our customers recruit more. And we, we all tend to get caught up in the, the buzzword of tech and the coolness factor. But right. at the end of the day, if it, if it doesn't deliver results and it's not simple to use and applicable and affordable to our market, to our customers, kind of what's the point? So with that in mind, we are really focused on really three things for the rest of the year. This is an oversimplification, but first, actually, in about a month, we'll be launching self-scheduling for our customers. And what this means is that is that their candidates who they are engaged with who need to schedule interviews 
will need to go will be able to go in and at our customers choosing doesn't happen automatically they it's only if they choose to enable it but uh, their candidates and can self-schedule their own interviews that's great which yeah. just makes makes the interview pro, you know the whole scheduling rodeo rodeo just that much easier and you're not chasing down candidates hey can you come in a week from tuesday they just do it themselves and typically your most interested and engaged candidates would have no problem doing this we think a great win for our customers it's it's one of our most requested features that our customers have been asking for so that's a big one uh yeah, another yeah we're excited for that another that will be going live uh by the end of the second quarter so by the end of june we will be enabling our customers to communicate with candidates via texting and, and not via their phone, but right out of our app. And as the, well, I'll call it not so younger generation now advances into their careers, texting is increasingly the, the most immediate form of communication. I mean, I know if I want to chat with my son or daughter, if I send him an email, I might get a response in a week. If I send him <laughs> I'll get a response usually in a minute or totally, two. Yeah. And so our customers will be able to engage with their candidates via texting, although the record of that communication will be no different than any other communication forms out of our app. Meaning oh, the back and forth is the back and forth is captured, it's saved so that, that however a candidate responded, there's a record of it and that can be referred to as needed for you know as part of the consideration process. So it'll be no different than any other form of communication in our app. So we're excited about that. That's that's really um, cool. Really cool. Just talking that for for one second, I was going to say that we, we require all our recruiters to do that. Generally, if we haven't heard back from a candidate within 24 hours, we'll say, hey, have you texted? Yep. You've called them, you've emailed them. Why don't you shoot them a text? And usually within 10 or 15 minutes, they get a text back. Oh, sorry, I've been busy with this. And they right. get back to you. So you get response. I think that's great that you're tracking that in your guys' applicant tracking systems. I haven't seen any other, I won't name any other ATSs, but any other ATSs that have done that so far, at least to my knowledge. And we work with quite a few with different customers. So that's really cool. So instead of as a recruiting leader, instead of having to ask your recruiter, hey, did you text them? Have you done everything? You know, it's tracked in the applicant tracking system as part of consideration process. I think that's that's nice level. So that's great to hear. So we're excited about that. And then the third piece is, is integrations. And that's a bit of a catch-all. But we are increasingly integrating Jazz HR into more and more players within the recruiting and HR ecosystem. So, for example, we're now integrated with ADP, we're integrated with Namely, we're integrated with Zenefits, we're integrated with Prism HR, we're integrating with a number of different assessment providers such as Wonderlic uh, and Criteria. We're integrating um, time and attendance companies we are integrating with. So, what the, the benefit of this as an employer is if I hire someone, if I hire a candidate through Jazz HR, without having to re-enter in all of this other information, all my other key vendors, whether they're payroll or time and attendance or background checks or, or assessments, we were automatically integrated. And so there is, a, again, this has just improved efficiency and, and less time spent on kind of mundane administrative HR busy work tasks. No, that's, that's really great. I, I think that one of the biggest advantages in the ATS space is open APIs for integrations, okay. right? So some of the some of the ATSs that we've been least uh, that, have found, that I've found to be the le- my least favorite of ones that have closed APIs and want to charge per API access and stuff like that, especially when the, the future is an API access and integrating all sorts of, from HR to recruiting to the sales uh, sales team, integrating all of those different applications. So there's 
you basically can see what's going on throughout the organization as a leader. So I think that's great. To take a step back, you, you brought up keeping the bar high in the last question, which was like best advice you can give to the companies hiring right now. And I want to touch on that. I think one of the things that we've seen, and I'm curious if your, your customers are doing the same thing, at least from the technology sector, we've seen a lot of companies that they want to have the best teams possible. I think every company will, will tell you that, right? And what we've seen a lot in the last two years is a lot of like distributed teams, remote teams, where they'll have like their sales team, their executive team in the, the Bay Area or Chicago, New York, a large city. And then They'll have distributed software engineering teams spread throughout um, the United States or even even offshore. So, what are you seeing in, in regard? Are you guys, are you seeing anything similar in, in that regard, or what strategies are seeing for keeping the bar super high as a small business? You know, you know it, it really varies per company. I mean, certainly having distributed teams and distributed employees is something that's more prevalent now than it was 10, 15 years ago. My personal perspective is that businesses and employees learn or organizational learning takes place when people are together. And that's not to say for a second that, that distributed teams can't be successful. Of course they can. But our preference here and, and something that we've really tried to keep a close eye on is is by having all engineers together or by having all salespeople together or salespeople and marketing together and customer support together. You learn from each other and, and whether it's through shared team meetings and and, and specifically purposed training sessions or team updates or just you know you're you overhear how somebody helps a particular customer or prospective customer who's sitting five feet from you and and you have that shared learning through osmosis or or around the figurative not literal water cooler and i I think there's a benefit to teams being together and that's how we've tried to run our company we have we have employees in two offices we're in pittsburgh and in boston and so again our preference is is keep people together under one roof. We learn from each other and the entire company benefits through that shared learning when that takes place. But certainly there are many who would disagree with that and say that a shared model, a distribution model, a, a, a distributed employee model uh, enables them to hire really the people they want irrespective of, of geography. And, and, and certainly I, I know that can work as well. Yeah, definitely. There's pros and cons to both. And I, I totally agree that it's much easier to learn and, and collaborate and iterate much quicker in person. On the flip side of that, obviously, there's there's different uh, advantages on the remote distributed teams, which is a more distributed talent pool. I think that's a big thing. And, and I think I know specifically with our customers in the Bay Area, San Francisco Bay Area, as well as New York City, is that they just can't get enough talent in this area, right? If you looked at like open jobs in the San Francisco area, compared to the amount of engineers that are actually looking for employment, the qualified candidates are, are few and far between. Definitely can fill all of the openings currently available. So right. Right. those are some of the things we're seeing in that sector. And I, I think obviously it's advantageous for other businesses, but that's great. Sure. Thank, thank you for sharing that. What's the best way for, for people to get in contact with you with questions or to discuss possibly signing up for Jazz HR? Yeah, so, uh, you know, the simplest way is simply go to jazzhr.com, www.jazzhr.com, and you'll find hopefully everything you might need right there, but including any number number, you can reach out to us via phone or via email, which you'll, you'll see as well, and that's probably the simplest way to do it right there. Awesome. It's been great speaking with you and looking forward to chatting again soon. Thanks, Jesse. This week's episode has now come to an end, but our content doesn't end here. Head over to jessetinsley.com where you can find more valuable resources to hire and keep the ultimate workforce. That's jessetinsley.com. 
Enjoying this week's episode? Make sure not to miss the next episode. Hit subscribe to us on iTunes, Stitcher, or wherever you listen to your podcasts.